0: Welcome to the She Says Podcast with your host, Tara Noma. Join us on a journey of faith, empowerment, and discovery as we explore what it means to be a woman of God in today's world. We're diving into topics that uplift, challenge, and inspire. So grab your coffee, get comfortable, and let's get started.
1: I'm Tara. I'm Noma. <laughs> um, we decided to do a podcast. Welcome to the She Says Podcast. Uh, we wanted to create a place for um, women to be empowered to to find out that, number one, they have a voice. Yes. And that their voice is vital. And their voice is vital. That's right. And we figured what better way to do that than just have a, a conversation. Yep. Um, so what we're going to try and attempt to do is not be very scripted. And we're going to go off what God is talking to us about. Yes. Um, And we want to make sure that that is, we always want to be embracing what he's saying to us. Right. Right. So this is our very first podcast. Yes. So welcome on the journey. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be wild. It'll be wild, but it'll be fun. Um, We're hoping, you know, we're going to have a conversation and then um, down the road, we're going to invite others into our conversation. (laughs) Uh, We want to kind of figure out like, what is God speaking to the body of Christ As a whole. Right. But then specifically, we're women. women. Yeah. Because I think women can speak to men. Yeah. And women speak to women. And women speak to youth. And women speak to kids. And we we, we are the multi-generational facet. Right. In the kingdom of God. Because we really touch. Not that men know. Because dads are important. Fathers are important. Right. Men are important. I don't ever. And this is not a feminist podcast. So. Feminists are welcome. At Feminists are welcome. But. (laughs) I'm a recovered feminine and you might hear a little different spin. I think that um, you know, there there has there, there was a time and a place for uh, women's voices right to be um activated in a new way. And unlocked. Ran unlocked. Yeah, yep. Um, but I think currently what's going on in the feminist movement wouldn't align with what we see.
0: No, and because what even what I mean, the whole word is full of women that God used and their voices that he platforms. And we see women are the first um, communicators of the gospel, really. They're the first ones. Like God, God used a woman to birth his plan into the earth. That's right. And uh, women were spreading the gospel, were preachers, were prophets, were teachers we um, were at home, were in the marketplace, we're all over. And okay. so we see that all through the word. They were leaders, they were judges, they were all through the word, queens. And did after, you know wise women who God used tremendously mm-hmm. and over time um the voice of women became hindered and became stifled. Yeah. And uh so this is a this is a space for your voice to be activated for our voices to be activated and to really step into the season that God has for women right now. And, and just like we needed women to stand up for women's rights. I mean, there are things that, uh, throughout history Mm -hmm. that don't align the way women were treated, don't align with the heart of God or his daughter. And so there needed to be voices to rise up to bring awareness and to bring change. Yeah. But that voice turned and it took on an ungodly sound. Yeah. And so this is us Mm -hmm. uh trying to redeem the sound and to release um the the biblical and godly sound for women in the earth Mm -hmm. at this time because there is like we talk about all the time for such a time as this such a time as this and it can become a cliche thing in women's ministries and yeah. uh, on all that thing well we, of course for such a time as this we always fall back on Esther yeah but it really is not cliche because God's word is living and active and and it is for such a time as this that uh, the voice the voices of godly women need to arise now more
1: than ever before right. because um because the voice of the world is so loud well, I think it's uh, such an ironic time, ironic and iconic time for this to really be birthed in our hearts. We have been talking about it for months. So we've been praying about it for months. And the Lord birthed it in me two years two ago. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and really, like we were neither of us were really in a position to start nope. any of this <laughs> two years ago. Um, and it's so interesting that I think that God births things inside of us and then they have to grow and mature and they have to marinate and so we want to kind of take you along that journey because i think that's another kind of misconception in um i want to say ministry but i just think in life is that you get a word or you um or you want even if you don't have a word maybe god's birthing something inside of you and you want it the next day. You want it the next day or right then or, you know, it's yeah. Amazon. So I want it in two days, right? Yeah. And we become such a um, microwave culture that... Instant gratification. Yeah, instant gratification. I think there's there's um, a stewardship yes. when God births something inside of you, what that looks like. Yeah, for
0: sure. Because anytime God births a word in you, like so tara works at a birthing center that's, I that's what she does she works with midwives and with women who are getting ready to birth their babies and so so we know and i have children you have children yeah. that there is a process to birthing yeah and there is and it's a long process mm-hmm. it's not overnight I like an elephant is pregnant for two years like could you imagine being pregnant but for pre- years? Two years? Like I loved being pregnant, and I had hard pregnancies, but I loved being pregnant. But there's no way I could imagine no being pregnant thing. for two years. Oh, okay, thank you. But in the spirit, sometimes we are pregnant for two years. That's right. That's what this is. Yeah. This is the birthing of something that was two years. Yeah, now we're out, and, and now we're all over. No mercy. We're all on our on a journey. <laughs> we're on the journey. On our healthy journey. Same. And so but it's your healthy journey. My healthy journey. But not. Oh. Yeah, right. but I mean, I'm not following. I'm just gonna like punch it on, you. like throw that comment to the front. <laughs> <Alex. laughs> okay, but so if there is a prophet. There's a lot of sense. That's right. There's a, a stewardship that has to happen, like you were saying, and there has to be a preparation process for the word that God bursts in you. And and so if you're like in a in a time where like God has given you dreams and visions, and you have a prophetic word, or you're you know, have all of these things in you, like there's a preparation that goes to it. You gotta steward that word. You gotta
1: prepare for it. And because even it, not only in prayer, but in process, right? Process. Like develop the development. It's it's uh even purchasing equipment and sure. making sure like we're still like we're like, oh we we're still figuring we're still already out and we got one thing. And then we're like, I don't really like that. Or then we're oh we only have one of these. So we need to buy it. Yeah. So there's just a process to things, right? And so we can also delay too long. We can delay too long. And so one of the things that I want you to talk about for a minute is um, you didn't wear any jewelry today. I didn't wear any jewelry. That's not like me. No, it's not. But you do have a symbol on you today. I did. So can you share with us like what God was speaking to you about that? Yes. Okay. So we all, I told you I would be good kind at of this. You're way. so good at them and I... <laughs> oh, I love
0: it. I knew Lexi back, cause, like see that because like Terry used to do it if I i it. like yes, well <laughs> oh. we're back just like back I mean we're like sisters of the spirit majorly and uh, and so it was like kind of a no brainer for us to do this together but at the same time like very God ordained and very very Holy Spirit led um, but yeah I am I am kind of in my Nike era Thank if we're talking about that's right that's right. Um, you know little little reference to uh the heiress tour well, uh which i loved i know there's some controversy but i know you i know y'all i'm you know i just have always been trendy and always been My like God. uh loving everything pop culture and so i'm, I'm stuck in the past, and she's stuck in the <laughs> past so i'm always like hey did you see that did you I'm hear like i don't know i don't know where you're she's about- like Listen to this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, good. They're like, anyway. 1994. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Not at our place. We are at 1994. Yeah. Okay. And it's my graduating high <laughs> school. I'm not
1: going down. Until-
0: I'm not going down. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. So, I am in my Nike era. And, you know, I think a lot of us at the beginning of the year or towards the end of the year, uh, <laughs> December, you know, going into January, a lot of us will ask the Lord for a word or something that we're to be focusing on for next year. And I do that every year. I ask the Lord for a word. I ask him for, like, God, what specifically do you want me focusing on this year? Or even in the first few months of the year, like, I I do it seasonally, too. Um, And I was in prayer and asking the Lord. And I I got, like, the, the picture of the Nike swoosh. And the Lord legit said, just do it. And I was like, <laughs> Even what? okay. Uh so everything like everything that God has put in me to do, this being one of them, yeah. um, there'll be more to come as we go down the road. You'll hear more about what's gonna what is gonna come from this and and be involved with this. But there's a lot in me that he has asked me to do and for uh, for reasons I was holding back and um, so Laura's been speaking to me about just stepping out, just doing it. Like the time is now, like I I have been birthing it for a long time. And, um, you know, I talk a lot about birthing and about uh, pushing in the right time and not pushing out of time. And so, um, but sometimes we cannot push because of fear.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Um, and so that was kind of this. There was kind of some fear in it. And so the Lord was like, you just got to do it. Uh, everything I've put in you to do, yeah. just do it. Step in the authority I'm giving you. Here. Do the things I've put in you to do. Say the things I've told you to say. Write the things I've told you to write. Create the things I've told you to create. Yeah. And so that's, that's, where, that's where we're at. So,
1: so we're just doing it. We're just doing it. We're just doing it. And I think for me, what's interesting about this journey is I... I have this, like, I have, a, like, really radical relationship with Jesus. Because there are times where he just, like, he speaks and I know. Yep. And I'm just like, this is it. That's what we're doing. And, um, and oftentimes it looks very weird and very, like, out of sync with what I think he's doing in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, over the last few years, he's had me, like, start some businesses. Yes. That have failed miserably. It's totally fine. Totally fine. Uh, uh, fully fine. <laughs> uh, those are closed. Those are closed. It's <laughs> totally fine. And just like try different things. But you tried it. I tried it. What's interesting is I'm looking back in those seasons that we've talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. There has been specific things that I have learned that have launched me forward into where we're at right now. Right. And I think sometimes when we take those radical steps of obedience and just like do the thing, yeah, whatever it is, just do the thing. Yeah absolutely could fail so we were just talking we just had this gal at our church and um this profound i mean i was bawling my eyes out oh i found we i mean seriously <laughs> the whole the whole address. we're all just like bawling our eyes out it's just like such a now now moment yeah um uh, but one of the things that she said and in this moment i just was like i gripped my husband's hand sitting next to me he's like would the lord ask you to start something that was gonna fail yeah. and she was like absolutely because he needs to know that when you succeed that you're gonna be able to carry it. Right. And I was like, oh, like it just, you just yeah, and I was like, okay, Lord, like whatever, whatever it is that I'm in. And that's been the cry of my heart, whatever it is I'm in. Yeah. Um, and about six months ago, the Lord shifted me out of vocational ministry, right? And like Noma was saying, and put me into um the marketplace and 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 I would say marketplace ministry, really. Right. Because um I I'm now working at a birthing center. Um, I'm the administrator, director, office manager. I'm running the show. Um, And organizing probably one of the the busiest birth centers. I mean, it's for sure the busiest birth center in our region, but likely the busiest birth center in the nation, Um, which is a pretty bold statement to say. Um, But what's cool about it is all that I'm learning Just in the spirit from God. And the gal who owns it is like, I know people who hear from God. Yep. I know people who hear from God. Yes, absolutely. And this woman hears from God. Yeah. Like in crazy ways that I'm like, I don't know how the Lord gonna work that (laughs) out. But okay. All right. We're going to do it. And so it's just been this radical, like, okay, Lord, just one step in front of the other. Okay. Radical obedience. Radical obedience. And that's where I've been. So when Noma came to me with this word of like, I feel like we just need to just do it, I was like, I'm all in. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, whatever it takes, we're just all in. I'm going to say this, and it's probably a little cringy. We started recording last week. Oh, yeah, but it was awful. It was awful. So we're like, we're not cutting that out. Nobody's scared. Nobody. That is, (laughs) I don't even see the line. I don't don't even want to listen to this. (laughs) No, no. And and my (laughs) husband, so he believed in us so much. much. He's so good. He was sending, he's helping me, he was helping me edit things. And he's just trying to like get us going. He's like, babe, listen to this. And I was like, please don't. no, no. You're bottom. Not, not. And we're changing our format. So we're changing our format a little bit. Origins, we want to have a conversation. Very conversation. We dumb. want to know like where is God at work and what is he doing and what is he speaking? And I think this week we both kind of had that kind of aha hot nah, Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Of just that um, we're going we're gonna to touch some hard stuff. We are. We both kind of had a week where some things kind of came out and we're just like, oh, that don't feel great. Yeah. Does not feel great? Does it feel great? A little bit like I, I know for me, there's been this question because I stepped out of um, vocational ministry. Mm-hmm. What do I what am I doing? And I had friends who like literally were looking at me like I had four heads that I would step out of racial ministry. Right. Like you're at the itching of life. And you're just going to walk away. Just from it. Away. Yeah. And it was, I mean, like clear as day, the Lord said, let go oh, and let me. Yep. Let go and let me in so many areas. And, and, um, well, you actually sent me a word this morning. I did that, um, lined up to the point. I mean, like, I was crying this morning. I'm like, <laughs> I, I didn't even know. So, um, where I'm going with this is in the past few years, I feel like, I have just been like eating the word, eating the scroll, just like devouring, devouring the word. And like, I read the Bible in two years. I read the Bible in one month. I did this last year where I read the entire Bible in historical, uh chronological order. And this year, I'm like, stuck. Just, I just want to see where the word. Yeah. And I want to, I want to spend time in one scripture, and I want to spend, and and it's the let go, let me. And I just kept feeling that just the savor the word the let go let me and I'm just like marinating in scripture this year. It's so good and it's
0: so mature. Like it, uh, we no, it really is. We come to a place of maturity where um, we go from from devouring. Mm -hmm. Like think think of like a baby, right? They Mm -hmm. eat pretty like yeah, whenever they want, all the time, yeah. Um, And then as we get older, right, we we want a good meal, yeah, right. Yeah, like, like I don't want a McDonald's, right, right. I I want a good a good yep. steak. My daughter plays this game with me in the car, like she'll say, "Okay, so Dad's tomahawk, or you know, what, whatever," and yeah. like we so that we're like doing this, like, what's the best thing? Uh huh. And and it's so true. Like I I don't want a a little burger. I mean, burgers are good. Don't get me wrong. And yeah. And I, yeah, I have a choice. Yeah, I have a choice. Give me the steak that's been aging. that has been slow, c- like that's cooked good. You know, like yeah. we we want the meat. We want um, the richness mm-hmm. of the word, and not just to get it in to devour it. No, um, but to really let it um, change us and affect us because the word is living and active. It's yeah. sharper than any two edged sword. Right. The the spirit of God is what knows the spirit of us that's right right so we don't even know our heart's intent no um and so if we're just plowing through mm-hmm. and and you may be in a time where Lord's like i just want you to learn how to love the word so i want you to read i want you to read i want you to read and, and there's a i'm gonna see there's a i'm gonna see for that yep but there comes a point too where we've got to grow up yeah And we've got to let the spirit Mm-hmm. Like Lord, you know the thoughts and intents of my heart better than I do. Yeah. So let your let your word shine the light. Yeah. So I'm gonna take this scripture and I'm gonna meditate on it. I'm gonna chew on it. Yeah. I'm gonna get everything out of it, all the juices out of it that I possibly can so that it changes changes me. Yeah. And um I had a, a pastor a couple of, number of years back. We were living in California, I had a pastor, and he said, um, you know, when this word was inspired all those thousands of years ago. The Lord knew that on this day I would be reading this particular genre, Gosh, going good. through a particular thing, and so this scripture is life for me. And it's like when you have that idea that yes, it was inspired years ago, but our all-knowing God, yeah, knew that this day I would be reading it. Yeah,
1: and so there's life for me. Well, I think that's a powerful way to even, in, you know, it's we have to look at scripture, and this is what you know the last few years has taught me. Right, is that there was the original intent of the scripture then there was what was going on around the time like right, what the time and see the culture, the cultural the cultural feel but but now it's god's taking me through this is the this is the living and work breathing word of god for you today yeah and and how does that look and shift i think that's an important part of our walk as we just kind of take a step back i've been um uh, I pulled out this little pamphlet of a book. It's called um, "The Tyranny of the Urge. Mm-hmm. and I just really feel the Lord just telling me to just slow down and embrace what He's doing in this season, right? Um, because this is this is an incredible season for for us. As I think, a culture, there's so many things around and going on. We just we have to be so in tune. With God's voice. Absolutely.
0: We have to be, we have to be so in tune to it. And that's why we need to be in the word. We need to be in prayer. We need to have the secret place time. Mm-hmm. Like right now that the fear of the Lord is huge for the season that we're in. Yeah. And we, um, as the body of Christ, especially church in America, have really lost the fear of the Lord Yeah, in so many ways and areas. And I really believe that the Lord is calling us back to a place of the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that makes you live differently. Yeah. The fear of the Lord will absolutely make you live make you live differently. I hear. Um and it's not out of like a I'm afraid he's gonna strike me down. No. Though he could. He, he could. Um, <laughs> but it's out of such a deep love for him and an honor and reverence. It's it was like a it and, and FOMO, yeah, fear yeah. of you missing know, out. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want to do anything that's going to take me out of the will of God. That'd be great. Right. I don't want to miss out. Yes, on what He has. That's right. That's and, right. And in partnering with Him, I'm mean, I so feel it, like I'm dumbing it down. No, no, no. That was that's funny. such a good way to do it because I think, I think we get distracted because of FOMO. Yeah, it's such a huge thing. Oh, god. Like, not not just in the body of Christ, but like all across, like yeah, across life. Like, we want to know what everybody's doing. We don't want to miss out. We want to like. We want to be a part of everything, and sometimes we miss out on God's best because we're wrapped up in trying to not be left out of what other people are doing, and it's not even our assignment. No, so we we spend so much time. That by, hits me right here. Like, <laughs> right, good. <again>. Ah, uh, <laughs> that was a point. No, just, no, we spend so much time. In other people's assignments, mm-hmm. that we are missing out on God's best, What's for true? us and okay. what He has for us, and it's not that we do partner with other people's assignments; we can and we do. Absolutely. Like we are, we are the kingdom, right? So what, and I and how I see it, and you and I talk about it all the time, like. If the church down the street has a win, that's a kingdom win. I'm sorry. not gonna celebrate it. Or I'm gonna champion it. I'm gonna say go for it. right. If our church has a has a win, that's a win for the kingdom. And so everybody in the region benefits with, with whatever God is doing. That's right. And so we can partner and honor and champion other people's assignments, but we need to be really careful that we're not stepping into something that we're not called to. And and that that involves like ministry it involves work it involves battles like uh, there's a lot of people spending a lot of time battling assignments that are there's a battle right. that's right
1: one well, i think it's you know part of the um kind of narrative right now of we have information at our fingertips that's oh, too much too much information <laughs> at our fingertips yeah there you know a hundred years ago you didn't know who the person what the person down the street was doing right now like i know if my neighbor didn't sleep all night. Is there a post on right? Instagram? I mean, it's just, we're not supposed to know all of that information, right? Right. And I think that that distracts us yeah. from what our assignment is. And that fear of the Lord, we like you're talking about, for me, like has manifested in, in the most profound way, I feel like, in the last few months of like, I don't want to miss what he's doing. Yeah. Am I so desperate to hear his voice? Yeah. I'm desperate to walk with him. I'm desperate to be In step with him, in obedience with him. Yes, because I know what it means to not be right. Same, and I don't ever want to live there, and I don't want anyone else to live there. No, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary, and and I think that that, like, just
0: you know, when we had Amy Ward at our church that Sue Tara was talking about earlier, and she talked so much about obedience and how obedience is so key, and it is really like you want to you want to say that you live in a fear of the lord well how's your obedience that's right because that's really like what it comes down to like you hear him you obey him and um pastor dan one of our pastors at church always like he made a statement probably eight nine years ago and it has stuck with me and i think about all the time is that large doors hang on small hinges of obedience oh and no so good. if we can get a i'm hold of that like we want the big deal we want the big thing yeah but how am i talking to my kids that's right how am i treating my husband how am i doing with my eating like what we speaking yeah. about like how am i doing like with my secret place time am i getting up early like he's asked me to yeah am i turning the tv off like how am i do- how am i treating the, the barista at the coffee shop who gets my coffee wrong yeah like how, oh, sorry. how am i in traffic mm-hmm. like how am i like how are how is the fruit of the spirit active in my life? That's right. And then let's look at our obedience and our fear
1: of the Lord. Well, I love when you say how is the fruit of the spirit active in my life because the fruit of the spirit is not the fruit of my actions. You know, the fruit of the active spirit living yes. inside is absolutely. Do I have live fruit? Do I have dead fruit? Or do I have no fruit? Oh, that's good. Because if I'm not lying, again, <laughs> I got lying out again, I lie I live fruit, dead fruit, or no fruit, mm. and that's how you know the spirit's moving in your life. Absolutely, you got to look at your fruit. You have to look at your fruit. And 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 for me, when my husband knows I love him because I respect him. Yeah. When my kids are um, feeling loved and their tanks are full. When um, my friends are feeling like their tanks are full. I know that the fruit of that is going well, right? Right. right. We can. Those are those are easy, tangible pieces. And having yeah, not easy. What? At least say I it. mean, they're tangible. We can see that. It's an easy gauge. It's easy. Not gauge. easy to do, but it's an easy gauge. Yeah. But then we forget sometimes. How's the fruit of my spirit with the Lord? Right. Exactly. Because, because, because are we
0: caring for His needs? Are like yeah, and not that He has needs, right? He's God Almighty, but. He created us for a purpose, Mm -hmm. right? And so
1: how are we ministering to his heart? How are we tending to him? How are we caring for him? That's right. How are we reflecting him? Yes, exactly. How are we representing him? How are we representing him? And I just think sometimes we get so out of line with that because we get so distracted Mm -hmm. by the world around us. I mean, we were talking before the cameras came on (laughs) uh, just about the things that distracted us this week. Yeah. And the things that grieved us. Right. And
0: we're like, shoot, did we miss it? Right. And we're like, no, no, miss it. I don't think we did because it's like we, everybody has things that come up. Right. right? We live in a fallen world. Things are going to come up. And the enemy is like, he's out to destroy us. Right. That's his job. That's his main thing. He is actively seeking who he he can devour. And if he can take us down, he's going to. And he's going to try. Yeah. And so... I think we didn't miss it because we recognized it. That's right. It's when we don't recognize it that we miss something. Yeah. And so um, so we recognize it. We recognize
1: it's the enemy at work in our life, that we can shut it down because we can speak the truth. We can speak the truth. We can repent when our hearts are out of yeah. alignment. Yep. Yeah. And um, I just think that that's important for all of us to remember as we kind of step into this new season of life, right? New. It's a new year. Yeah. It's, you know, winter is still going. That's right. Winter is still here. And we're going to talk more about that as as uh, um, the podcast progresses. We've got some, some topics we want to delve into. But I think the reality is is we're going to just do it this year. Are. And we're not going to worry nope. about the past seasons. We're not going to think about what we missed or what we didn't miss. We're not going to worry about what other people think. We're not going to worry about what other people think. Right? Or even what we think about ourselves. Oh, no. <laughs> or what other people are doing. Right. Nope. The assignments on their life versus our lives, right? And we're gonna champion them. We're gonna ch- we're gonna celebrate them, and we're gonna steward what God's telling us to do. That's right. And I think that that's a really big ticket to the church unifying. Absolutely, is that we just like you were saying, you know, it's a kingdom win. We we've, we've got to really focus on, and as women, we need to get back to championing one another. Yes. Uh, our pastor yesterday was talking about um, activating women and, and how um, women in the Bible all throughout scripture were networkers like crazy. Yeah. Right. And I think there's always been an element of cattiness with women. And here oh. are she that throughout scripture from um, Rachel and Leah all the way to, you know, whoever in the New Testament. Um uh, Whatever. Like it there, it was there, it's there. I didn't think no, nothing came in my brain right fast enough. Well, they, Jesus, like chastise. I know I can't even get the. I hear you. I hear you. I hear ya. Okay, it's Um, you know, Jesus chastised women in in the New Testament, and and so did Paul, and so like we know. But women are networkers. Yeah. We're built for relationships We're built for relationship. And I think that if we can learn to champion one another, to really um, get out there and encourage one another and really genuinely like oh, I have daughters, you have daughters. Yep. And if you don't have daughters out there, you that's fine. You probably have a spiritual daughter or get get a spiritual daughter. Yes. Um, but the thing about it is that there are there are women who need to be encouraged. Yes. And I know like my girls just they needed an encouraging work. Yeah. They need an encouraging work. I know for me looking back when I was a teen, I needed an encouraging work. Yeah. But then you know what I when I when I see that, then I worked with teens for a lot of years. I also turn around and I look at myself in the mirror. And I go, mm, I need an encouraging, word. I need an <laughs> encouraging work too. And I think as women we forget to encourage one another.
0: We do because we're wrapped up in competition and comparison. Yeah. And we have to break that off. Wow. Like, Like the assignment on your life doesn't diminish the assignment on mine. That's right. And the success you have doesn't diminish what God's going to do in and through me. No, Uh, we just get to run together and see what God does in the kingdom as a whole and in our world. And we have to we have to champion each other. We have to break off the competition and comparison, and really like you go girl.
1: Yeah. Like that. I know that that's like old saying. Like, but really, but really, you go girl. And I really think that that is what you're gonna get as we kind of know. you're gonna I'm gonna pull this in. we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. That we're gonna tie it up with a bow. Tie it up with a bow. That this is this is what you're gonna get when yeah. when you come here and you when you listen to she says it's gonna be about it's gonna be about community. Yes, it's gonna be about championing each other. It's gonna be about proclaiming the gospel. It's gonna be about growth, growth, activation. Yes, and we're gonna be all over the place. We are, and we're so. Yeah, your buffalo buttercup <laughs> It's going to be a fun ride, and we're, tonight we're excited about what saying, and we're excited about where He's going to take us. And I really believe that uh, Noah, you just have so much the depth that Nova has to bring out into the world is going to be powerful, and I'm gonna pull it out. Thanks, because that's what I do best. <laughs> <laughs> and Tara is amazing; she is like the greatest champion,
0: and but she's got such depth and wisdom. And uh she's funny. We have a great time <laughs> together. We do have fun. Um uh, and so you're gonna you're gonna be I ho- we pray you'll be blessed and encouraged and that you feel championed by us.
1: And uh we already love you. Yeah, we love so, you. So uh thanks for being with us. Thanks hey, should, should we pray him out. Let's pray. Pray him out. Okay. Yeah, you pray. Yeah.
0: So Lord, I just thank you for every woman that has come to the She Says podcast. Lord, I thank you uh for every voice. I thank you that each one is vital. Lord, each assignment is vital. God, I pray that that this week, that each woman would know um, what she's here for. Lord, that she would know uh, your love for her, that she would know that she is enough, that she is strong, that she is capable, that she's called, that she's loved, that she's anointed, and that she's worthy, Lord, and that she, um, she has uh, something to bring to the world and to the kingdom. So Lord, we just release your your peace and your presence over each each uh, woman, over each household represented. And Lord, we just say be done to us according to your word, yeah. and that we will do all that you have said to do. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us on the She Says Podcast. We hope you felt inspired and encouraged by today's conversation. Remember, you are valued, loved, and have a vital role in God's kingdom. Stay tuned for more episodes and don't forget to like and share this podcast. Until next time, God bless.